Once you open your mind, there's no turning back. The path to building superior intelligence requires us to unlock the most fundamental secrets of the universe. You are on the verge of having the life most people can't even imagine. Welcome to the Joel Said Podcast. In this podcast, we decode life and hack success with the help of neuroscience, cognitive psychology, and cutting-edge research that you can apply to your daily life. I hope everyone is ready to talk about some matcha madness. A few months ago, CBS covered the story of matcha madness, and they went into great length to interview matcha enthusiasts and its supporters as to why they were so supportive of this green tea. Especially when we look at the numbers and how matcha has increased tenfold in popularity within North America in the last few years. As you know, we never take things just on face value at Jolson. So we went ahead and did an experiment of our own. Details of which we will share with you in the how-to section of this podcast. Now, as professionals, creatives, athletes, and entrepreneurs... You are always looking for ways to enhance your cognitive performance within your respective areas of expertise. Well, matcha is a good tool to have in your neuroenhancement arsenal, especially when you need to combat stress and fatigue with all the benefits of coffee without any of the jittery side effects or the caffeine crash. So, Let's examine this closely and see what is in matcha that makes it so popular. Matcha literally means powdered tea. Normally, when you consume green tea, you order a traditional green tea, which is when the green tea leaves are infused with hot water and then the leaves are discarded. You steep your tea, you take out your tea bag and toss it in the trash. Well, when you order matcha, which is a form of green tea, you're actually drinking the leaves of the green tea itself. The fine powder is made into a solution by mixing about a teaspoon of matcha powder with a third cup of hot water and then whisked with a bamboo brush to make it nice and frothy. Unlike traditional green tea, Matcha preparation involves covering the tea plants with shade cloths before they are harvested. This triggers the growth of leaves with better flavor and texture, which are hand-selected, steamed briefly to stop fermentation, then dried and aged in cold storage, which deepens their flavor. The dry leaves are then stone-ground into a fine powder. Matcha offers many health benefits because it is made from high-quality tea and you are ingesting the whole leaf. This packs it full of more nutrients than regular steeped green tea. Matcha is rich in antioxidants called polyphenols, which have been tied to protection against heart disease and cancer, as well as better blood sugar regulation, blood pressure reduction, and anti-aging. Since you are consuming the whole leaf while drinking matcha, you actually consume as much caffeine as you would in a brewed cup of coffee. But the good news is you won't experience that same caffeine buzz because matcha contains L-theanine. Please check out our episode 9 for more details on theanine. 
The L-theanine itself induces more of an alert calmness. Theanine works by increasing the production of GABA in the brain. Similar to the effects of meditation, it also stimulates alpha brain waves naturally associated with deep states of relaxation and enhanced mental clarity. L-theanine may increase learning, attention, and sensations of pleasure as well. These effects are likely due to the natural dopamine boost brought on by L-theanine. I don't know about you guys, but matcha sounds pretty good. And from experience, it actually tastes really good too. So why take it? Green tea shows promise for protecting our brain health. In a study presented at the 2015 International Conference on Alzheimer's and Parkinson's Disease, those who drank green tea one to six times a week had less mental decline than those who didn't drink it or who drank black tea or coffee. Research done at the Kanazawa University Graduate School of Medicine Science in Japan revealed that 12 healthy volunteers who received a beverage containing 27.5 grams of green tea extract showed increased connectivity between the parietal and frontal cortex of the brain compared to those who drank a non-green tea beverage. The increased activity resulted in improved performance on working memory tasks and decreased chances of dementia. According to another study published in the Journal of Agriculture and Food Chemistry, catechins commonly found in green tea can penetrate into the eye tissue, protecting it from glaucoma and other eye diseases. Take it personally from someone who's had eye surgery. If you can protect your eyes, it's always a good idea. Green tea, or the powdered potent form called matcha, in addition to its cognitive benefits, has also showed significant reduction in prostate cancer. So, now, the how-to. So, our experiment at Jolson with matcha, Sid, our other co-host that you heard in the intro, started with a half teaspoon and felt great focus throughout the day. But he didn't feel that buzz that he got from coffee and he thought, hey, I need to up this dose. I need to get that buzz. So the next day, he increased the amount to one teaspoon and he didn't feel good. He felt like puking right after he'd had matcha. But the cognitive effects were exactly the same as a half teaspoon. The next day, he decided he had to up it even more. So he decided he'd have one and a half teaspoons. Within minutes of drinking matcha, he rushed to the bathroom and started puking. So he decided to do some more research and found that matcha has detoxifying properties in it. And drinking one cup is the same as drinking 10 cups of tea, according to lifehacker.org. The nutrients and vitamins loaded in matcha are super beneficial for your fat loss, neurological function, detoxifying, and antioxidant properties. So please go slow with increasing your dose, and due to L-theanine that's present in matcha, you will not feel the same jitters as you get with coffee, so keep that in the back of your head. Please do not repeat the mistake Sid did just to experience the rush we're so used to getting with coffee. I decided that I would drink just a half teaspoon and trust me, I felt great. We suggest that you locate an organic matcha because you do not want to be ingesting pesticides and other chemicals that can cause harm to your body. 
A healthy matcha green tea should be certified organic and ideally come from Japan where the organic certification is of a stricter standard than in the U.S. or China. If you are drinking matcha for the first time, please start with half a teaspoon in a cup of almost boiling water and slowly work your way up to one teaspoon over a few weeks. To make matcha properly, you should be using a bamboo whisk to whisk the matcha with a little bit of water to make a paste first and then pour the rest of your water in. This will help give it that frothiness. But I understand people are in a rush, so you can always just pour your matcha into a mug, pour in your hot water and stir it. It'll taste just as good, but you might not get that frothiness. You can also add acai berry, ginseng, barley grass, spirulina, organic honey, or lemon. Matcha green tea does have a natural delicate sweetness to it, and it is best enjoyed without sweetener, especially not fattening white sugar or artificial sweeteners. Try it without sweetener first and see how you like it. If you can do without the sweetener, please do so. But if you do need to add something, try a single drop of stevia to start. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please head over to www.jolsid.com slash podcast to download the show notes and detailed research along with the resources discussed in today's episode for your future reference. If you like today's podcast and found value in it, go ahead and share this podcast with your friends. Leave us a review and subscribe to this podcast. It really helps us to continually bring quality content to you.